0: Hey horners, welcome to Good Morning Gallahorn in the raw following the Vikings versus the 49ers. post-game. Good morning, Gallyhorn, in the raw, and welcome to the off-season. Not the way we wanted to end it, obviously. Drew, how you doing? (laughs) I got a pretty good idea. (laughs)
1: Great. Great, yeah. Um, look, I, I, The smile I had three hours ago slid right down the crack of my ass after watching that. Really? Like yeah, went you know, down
0: the back of
1: my mind? You know, I was thinking leading up to this game I was really thinking I was thinking we, we probably we're on the back end we're probably not going to win this thing but I was thinking it'd be nice to have a nice classic game that took us down to the wire
0: and not that offensive shit show I had to sit through. That was... Hey, we have our first... Comment from Nick Diaz. Exactly what I thought. Zimmer is an idiot. Can't (laughs) adjust and bring back (laughs) Cheryl. I love
2: love love 21st century media, man. Everybody's an idiot if they lose and a genius if they win. That didn't take long. No, it didn't. Ted, how are you doing? (sighs) Gentlemen, normally at this point in the show, I say if I was any better... I'd be against the law. I'm not doing so good right now. Good. I, I just, it was just a really. Oh, you know, I put this on Twitter. I, I and, and you guys have been fans. I think even longer than I have. I've been doing this. I, you know, I remember. I remember 1975. I remember most of 1974 and Super Bowl Eight and Super Bowl Nine, '73 season. And I, I just every year it gets. Harder and harder to bounce back and do this. It just does, man. I mean, the only difference every year is our level of disappointment. Seriously. (laughs) I mean, sometimes they go to the playoff. Sometimes they they go one and done. Sometimes they make it to the NFC Championship. Back when we were kids, they went to the Super Bowl fairly regularly. They lost. So, I mean, I I don't know. I I just – this is just – what a what a terrible way to end your season and send off your sure. fans with that game. Trying to digest that game and 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 swallow it and and put it into coherent thought and whatever, man, whatever.
0: Oh, Just I talk. have quite somebody, the somebody coherent thought. Not, I don't, care. even though I'm quite well in. And today I am drinking a local brew. A double IPA called Magdalena. Beautiful IPA brewed here in Denver. I'm glad you showed everybody because I'm sure people care. I'm sure they do because it's a good beer. It's (laughs) more on the bitter side (laughs) of IPA versus the fruity side. And if you like that like I do, it's absolutely wonderful. But I've been viewing the Vikings. I went to my first game in 1969. And it has been 50 years since, and we still haven't pulled it off. So, this was just as disappointing in many aspects. And I said in the beginning, welcome to the off season." That's because we lost, and we lost miserably. Because, Thanks, Booger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd you like what, that. When you lose, it's in the playoffs,
2: so you end up going to the offseason. Uh-huh. And you're not playing any more football.
0: All right. From viewers, we have Nick Diaz again going typical Vikings performance. Yeah, it sort of was. Thank we you. have from one of our favorite and including climbing the pocket network host, Eddie Van Halen, Mr. Edwin Broadmacher, at least. His NDSU Bison won their eighth title in nine years. Yes, we applaud you, Eddie, and the Bison for winning their title. I don't, I don't care, I don't, I
2: don't don't care about about FCS football right now. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. I, not, not one more word about the NDSU Bison. Not one more word. I want to bet <laughs> about this football team.
0: Go ahead. You've got the floor.
2: Maybe, you know what, maybe I'm just
0: done.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm not done. Hey, guys, how are you?
1: Yeah, I don't really know. Ted kind of said it perfectly in the intro there. This, this next year will be my 50th Viking season, 5-0. Today was my 21st divisional playoff game that I've sat through that they've had. Probably many more if you added up all the total games, but the ending of these seasons are always, it, it's always a difficult day. And you want to ask me, you know, I mean, how else, I, how it's hard to talk after games like this because everybody's emotional one way or the other. I mean, it's just...
0: What do you mean one way or the other? The other is yay! We did well this season. We got this far. Bullshit. That isn't the case.
1: There's uh, 11-7 and was the final... Was that the final tally of the record this season? Yes. Uh, I don't see... I mean... (sighs) We were talking last week about if they spent too much emotionally in that Saints game and didn't have much left in the tank. But, you know, you take away that Saints game and everything is right back to normal with this game. I mean, I don't see I don't see my biggest question to this whole game is, I mean, we could break it down and talk about the lack of this and the lack of that. But when you have offensive play, I know the Niners are good. They have a good defense, formidable defense. I know that
0: they do. I'm aware
1: of that. They have a lot of good players on their defense, but I've watched them over the course of the last month. and they weren't as good as they were today. Uh, I don't know how you can have such an inept offense with players like Thielen and Dick. De- we go through the list every, I don't know how, what I saw today. I don't.
2: And, and Dalvin cook. Don't, don't forget Dalvin cook and oh, it, Kirk cousins. Don't forget Kirk
1: cousins. The play calling was terrible. The execution was terrible. Yeah. Oh, shit. Speaking Hard of play through.
0: calling, do you think Kevin Stefanski gets the Cleveland job? No, I don't give a fuck what he does. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, honestly, right
1: now I don't care. He's not. I, I mean, I... <sighs> look at his play calling in that Monday night game and look at tonight. I mean, come on. What do you want? Is he, why they is he, didn't why go is he to the
0: two-minute drill until about three minutes left in the game when they were three scores down.
1: Shoddy all day. Vikings <laughs> had... One good drive. And don't tell me they had ten points, made it two good drives. Cause that other fucking one came after Kendricks caught the interception. And they didn't drive. They just kicked it.
2: Heck of a play by Kendricks. Yeah, but that, oh, but that wasn't a drive that wasn't a drive earned a field goal. No, it wasn't. They, they need, had one they good need
0: drive today. One, one fucking good one. <laughs> yeah, they went seven, three and out. Seven. You gotta be kidding me. Two or three and we usually bitching, but seven. Come on, you know the
2: the thing the thing that frustrates me, uh, other than what we've talked about the history of the franchise and having to deal with this and some level of disappointment year after year, is that this is probably the last year that this iteration of the Vikings, as we know it, is going to be together. I mean, oh, they're
0: without a doubt.
2: They're they're, I I saw something like they're four or five million dollars over the cap right now. Mm-hmm. Oh they're mm-hmm. gonna have to make a lot of tough decisions on 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 guys who are coming back and, and guys who aren't coming back. Yeah, Cook's gonna be back and cousins and, and Thielen and Diggs and a good chunk of the offensive well, you know, is Riley Reef gonna be back? Is Pat Elfline gonna be back? I mean Elfline will be back, he's still on his rookie contract. Is is Everson Griffin gonna be back? How about um, well, the
0: defense will obviously get younger?
2: Uh, is is uh, you know the, I mean there there are just a, is ever is, is Xavier Rhodes going to be back is Trey Wayne's going to be back I mean we are looking at a probably more roster upheaval at, especially on defense we're 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 looking at potentially four or five starters leaving d- d- depending on how contracts well, well, and Go wait ahead.
1: a sec wait a sec though but when Zimmer puts his foot in the door and says, "I'm keeping this guy and this guy and this guy." Who's to say those guys are gone? He's the one that makes
0: the call. Oh, they're going to keep be gone because of fucking long salary yeah. cap issues.
2: I, I just, I drew. I don't think he can keep those guys because of the salary cap, like Dave yeah. said. I mean, they're. I, I don't know. I mean, may, maybe they can figure something out. Oh, okay, that's cool. And but now, now you you have to ask yourself, well, oh, okay. Let, let's say everybody can come back. Everybody, Stefanski, Zimmer, the the well, starting Well, they're coming 22. back, obviously. How's it going to be any different then? Thank you. How it's, the fuck it's, is it going it's to be it's any going different? Better? Is next year going to be better? If you bring the exact 22 and the same coaching staff and, and all that, is it going to be better? Is there going to be some substantive improvement? I, I
1: don't know. No, it won't be. And, it, and a lot of people answer that with, well, who are we going to get that's going to be better? I'm worried about somebody that's going to be better. Well, Worry worrying about the future is no reason to keep doing something that's wrong, in my eyes. I mean, what do you, you kind of try to do something to make it better?
0: You're hundred percent correct, Drew. You gotta do something that makes it better. Now, some of those guys on the defense will not come back, whether it be Griffin, whether it be Waynes, whether it be Rhodes, they're not gonna come back. It's just who's not back the here, next
1: year, Ted? Who's not back? Ted's pretty good with the list. He, he's pretty accurate. I got these lists on my wallet. Say Ted Glover, they're not they're usually pretty accurate. Just off the top of my
2: head. I don't I don't have salaries in front of me, but but Everson Griffin has a lot of dead money on his contract they could cut or they could restructure. Trey Waynes is an unrestricted free agent. Because they, they exercised his fifth year option. Um here here's a surprise. This, this is a name I'm gonna throw out and people are going to go, oh, you're stupid, or you're an idiot, and I want to hear every single comment that comes across, Dave. But Harrison Smith is owed a lot of money next year, and he's 31 or 32 now. And, and you got guys like Anthony Harris playing pretty good football. I'm not saying they're going to cut Harrison Smith. I I think that would be dumb. But lo- look for maybe a restructure on his part. Mm-hmm. Um, Linval Joseph seems to be like a guy that that might not be back. He's got a big cap number, and he's – battled injuries the last two years and he's 32 or 33 I think I, I mean I mean guys you know Barr's gonna be back Kendrick's will be back um you're looking Barber at potentially back, both he's... your both your starting cornerbacks being gone in in Rhodes and Wayne's uh and Trey Wayne's I mean Xavier Rhodes has a huge cap number next year and and he played
0: One pretty point. poorly
2: for a, a better part of the season I mean so now
0: and he was targeted today on that the first series a couple series of the game San yeah. Francisco targeting back to back to back to back and he gave up yards So,
2: so I, I mean you're looking at what is that five guys off the top of my head that might either restructure
1: on or go on offense you've got Kyle Rudolph let me stop you. At the five people on defense, that's a big rebuild right it's there. On huge, the it's huge.
0: It, yeah, and I, that's I not mean, I talking think... about the offense. No, that's
1: I, what I said
2: I, I don't think people understand the amount of transition that's going to happen next year.
0: It's going to be easily and, and now a you're, third. you're
2: talking about, well, is, is Kevin Stefanski going to go to, you know, he's been rumored to be take the head coaching job in Cleveland. And now you're looking at another offensive coordinator, which would be like the sixth guy. I think, in seven years for mm-hmm.
1: for Zimmer. Just go get Shermer.
0: I mean, <sighs> I agree yeah. with you. You, Bruce, you tell me Shermer's
1: but... not as good as Kevin's, what I saw today? I
0: mean,
1: <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, you know. Where you're does Kubiak just philosophy? become the OC? I mean.
2: Here, here's the thing with Shermer. Everybody talks about just plug in Shermer. And, and, and on the surface, that seems like a logical solution. However. Pat shermer has been an offensive coordinator in this league for how long? 15 uh, 20 years? Long whatever long time.
1: Long time. He's
2: he's run his own offense without any help from anybody and he's done a pretty good job. He's been a head coach twice. If I'm Pat Shermer, and Mike Zimmer calls me and says, "Hey, you want to come work for me and Gary Kubiak?" Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see your No. <laughs> I, I don't. And I want to run my own I I want to run my own offense. Uh, we did pretty good in 2017, Mike. Uh, what's what, what's what's wrong with what we did then? Y- you know what I mean?
1: So I, I yeah, well, yeah that that makes that makes a lot of sense actually because he kind of does like to do his own thing. Yeah. And <clears throat> I mean what what does Mike Zimmer need more of? If 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 Wolf called in Zimmer tomorrow and says Jesus, dude, what do you want? You have two offensive court. You have an offensive whatever you want to run. You have two coordinators, right? Which is more than what everybody else has. I mean, yeah. what do you have? An assistant. Uh, what is it? What does he call what's Kubiak called assistant to the head coach to the offense to the whatever you got right. that you got Stefanski, you got a kicking coach. I gave you this. You got these players. What what more does he need to get over the hump? You know, um, especially if you got to rebuild
2: the defense. He He's gotten every single player on defense he's wanted. Y- you know what I would say this team needs? What's that? more aggression from the coaching staff. There 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 were uh, I mean I it's a great point. It's a great th- point. There were there were times you know the, the Vikings went into halftime down 14-10. They played about as poorly as they could have on offense and they were with, were they were within one score of of leading that football game. Uh San Francisco got the ball came out and, and got a field goal, and it was still a one-score game. And the Vikings, you know, Stefanski, I, whether it was from, from Zimmer on high saying run the ball, don't make any mistakes, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm i not obviously on the sideline, but but it felt like that would have been the perfect time to try some no-huddle or some up-tempo or something to try and get the offense kick-started. It, 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 I, I kind of fully expected it. You know, when when you saw how disjointed they were uh, in that Denver game, mm-hmm. and they came out in the second half and went no huddle the whole second half, and and they I don't know I I just it just feels like the the coaching staff they 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 not only got outplayed on the on the line on both sides of the ball they got completely outcoached. But on offense,
1: why, Andy, why if you're stagnant like they did in the Bronco game at least they changed it that one game. Why just continue to do the same shit if you're why not? I don't why not try something different. The Vikings have been known to just do the same things. So just keep just keep running it running in molasses, you know? It's like the same thing over and over and it gets frustrating from watching it going. I mean, the, what's the definition of insanity doing the You're same right, fucking thing over and over? And over, over again. And you know, try works.
0: Try right. some no huddle, try to do something. It's just, you know, that wasn't. But awful, you mentioned really. it. a key to this game was that the defensive line of San Francisco Beat up on the offensive line of the Vikings.
2: Forty Nine ers' old line absolutely piss Pounded the Vikings' D line all day. I mean,
0: well, you're getting six not, seven not, yards I mean, on first down. Well, yes, but they got there was pressure on Jimmy Garoppolo. But the the not really San Sanford- Francisco.
2: Right. The, yeah, yeah well, well, that was just was like it. Like eleven straight freaking running plays.
0: Yeah, because the offensive line of the Vikings couldn't hold the defensive line of the San Francisco, who was a good defensive line. Hey, San Francisco's good. That's why they were the number one seed. But it showed the weakness to the Vikings. If the Vikings' offensive line was better. We probably would have had a better chance of winning this game, which shows the weakness over the last six years of the Vikings, which is not paying attention to the offensive line. The only good player they had was O'Neal, who went out with a concussion today. They need to focus
1: on the offensive line. I don't know. The Atlanta Falcons have a pretty piss-poor offensive line, and they went into Santa Clara and beat the Niners a month ago. So I don't really – what do you want to do? What are you going to do? Um, the problem The problem with the game is, is how it was unfolded, and we talked on the thread saying, if you're going three and out and the other team's putting together drives, three and out drive, three and out drive, by about four or five times of doing that, by the second half your defense is worn down and you can't stop shit. That's what happened. I Kevin saw it happening Stefanski,
2: because it was happening. Kevin but, Stefanski had some very questionable play calling all day. And, and oh, I, absolutely. And I don't know if it was if it was he was he was calling deep shots and and Kirk was checking down. I, I don't know. But, oh, but there was a point where oh 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 oh, there was a point where he was checking down or or dumping off to, to Dalvin, uh, and and. Like, the fifth or sixth time it got minus one or minus two yards, I was thinking to myself,
1: let's try something new. Salah knew knew that screen was coming all day. He knew it. He watched tape, and he knew that's our bread and butter besides running running that zone to the outside, which we didn't do much today. That screen was sniffed out every time by Quan Alexander, and he kept going back to it, kept going back to it, kept keep grabbing that fucking scalding water off the stove, keep grabbing it. Keep, oh, yeah, I burned the shit out of my hand. Oh, I burned it again. Where And where was the fucking rollouts? Where's the play action? Where's
2: Kirk getting out of the pocket? Get him there, out of the pocket. There were two, and he got eaten alive on both times.
0: Not yeah. difficult. And speaking of which, I need to eat crow, and I will eat crow. I said all season, that, or virtually all season, that if Kirk Cousin hits a deep pass early, we get good Kirk. Well, he hit that deep pass early to step on Diggs. And guess oh, no, what? After connected. that, it went to shit. So I am going to eat crow. Fried, sauteed, sure however it is.
1: That that pass was poorly under the throne, and Diggs cut back and caught it.
0: Well, I agree there, but at least it was a good deal. But anyways, I'll eat crow. I admit it. Dave. Dave. (laughs) What's that, Ted? How much have you had to drink, my man?
2: Holy
0: (laughs) shit. (laughs) I am going on my second six-pack
1: of IPAs
0: at 8.4. Was it 8.4 8.3? 8.2. ABV, Dude, you can do a live breathalyzer on air with Dave. Oh, I couldn't drive right now. What are you drinking, Ted? Put that
2: back up. Uh, Independence Harbor Amber Ale.
0: Ah, nice. You're at least <laughs> moving to an ale. Eventually, I'll move you to IPAs. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. The, the day you move me to IPAs will be the day
2: Kevin Stefanski decides to go on a no-huddle offense down 14 points late in the
1: third quarter. No, it's... <laughs> Piggyback a little bit, go back to what, what Ted was saying about the first half out unfolded. We had like four first downs and 75 total yards, and we're only down by four. Yeah! Yeah, the people that start, I start seeing it in the second half, this fucking defense can't stop any, the defense! It's the offense! The why, does, why, is it, why is it always everybody falls down on the deep? Sure, they gave up a couple drives, but this is modern-day football. If you're holding somebody in the 20s, you should have, I mean god damn it's so frustrating to watch it got to the point it got to the point in the fourth quarter where I was actually thinking if the Vikings got this football 30 more times they wouldn't score.
0: Yeah. Drew, you it, it, are 100% correct.
2: It didn't it didn't start out like the Chicago game like back in week 4. Uh by the end of the third quarter it sure felt like it.
0: <laughs> All right. The, the, we have a new fan calling saying. <laughs> I'd rather have David in his current state calling plays and than Stefanski. Pros. Oh, yes. Alie crow. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. Without a doubt.
1: I didn't hear any of that.
0: So. Um, we have another one. Kevin... Or not Kevin, but Kirk Cousins never takes his eye off the primary receiver. This is Billy, from Billy the kid. That's that's
2: that's not true. No, I and I, I don't gonna, agree. That's
0: true either. Now I'm going to checking there. down, obviously, but the San Francisco defense did have a lot of our receivers covered. We watched that the whole game. San yeah, Francisco
1: had a great D, uh, D plan today. They did. They oh, really they did.
0: did. I got into you know, to I, hand it. To them. And I hope I'm, they whoop the shit out of whoever wins the game tomorrow. That's what happens when you spend
1: time game planning on the other team. You actually have a plan.
0: I, I thought, you know, even
2: <laughs> it was what, 14 10 at halftime. And then the 49ers got the ball and went up, you know, it, it took the opening drive and, and kicked the field goal. And I thought, all right, you know, as poorly as everything is gone if the Vikings can put a drive together here and score a touchdown, it, it kinda changes the whole dynamic of the game. And then and Cousins threw that interception and w- whether Thielen stopped on the route or Cousins threw a bad throw, I I don't care. Right. It was an interception. And I, I knew I, I kind of knew in my heart the game was over after that interception. The 49ers ran seven or eight straight times. They they utterly imposed their will on the Vikings defense. And you can say, you know, Drew, I, I agree with you. The Vikings offense didn't do the defense any favors. They didn't three and out three. How many, how many three and outs do they have eight today? But, but that, that drive coming off of that interception when, when you run eight straight times. Yeah. And score a touchdown. I, I just, I, there's, you know,
1: I just, that was myself, the backbreaker.
2: That yeah, was It was, it was. And, and I'm like, well, San Francisco is a better team, and the Vikings, barring some really fluky miraculous plays, are not going to win this game.
1: I, I mean, the the I, I keep pointing back to doing the same shitting thing over and over. What do they talk about when they're when they have eight three and outs? When they keep running off the field, doesn't anybody unless sideline have a brain to think of the possibility? Let's try something different. I mean, why not? They were in second and long all day, all day. How many well, four, no, five, no, or six no, yard did they? No, no,
0: no, 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 no. They were in no. fucking
1: second and long all day. There was
0: quite a few, sh- oh, um, poor shit. quite a few points where they were third and short.
2: What? Went. They, they still d- didn't. Go- they have to do first They, didn't, they
0: still didn't produce drives out of it. That's the issue.
2: Buddy, uh, Dalvin Cook had nine carries for 18 yards.
0: Oh, no, I'm not saying he did great. Were but there was quite long, a few points where deck. they were third and three, third the, and two. Dalvin now, Cook had
2: six receptions for eight yards.
0: Now, we've got quite a few responses. Climbing to pocket. Thanks, Nick. That's because he's hammered. Talking about me. We have, let's see, Nick Diaz. Dave is slurring his work. LOL. Absolutely. Yes. We have, this is the best name so far, the Duckbacker. On a side note, this day is the 50th anniversary of our Super Bowl loss to the Chiefs, Super Bowl Four. It was the 20th year an old seaman in the U.S. Navy. Well, yes, it was, Mister Duckbacker. It's the twentieth, or it's the anniversary of that loss. And again, we lost, which is the Vikings' tradition. I don't
2: care, Dave, I, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Honest to God. I, I mean, I, there there were times when the when the Vikings were in were in a position to win this game in the first half. Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo was teetering. They, sure. they had brought pressure. They oh, had him looking uneasy. He was making some bad throws. And and then Kendrick's got that interception right before halftime. And it felt like the Vikings had an opportunity to score and maybe take control of this game. And for whatever reason, call it coaching, call it uh, the, the players on the field, call it scheming, call it whatever, they couldn't. And, and again, we talk about this the vikings being able to get to a certain level and not being able to get over that hump and that today was a prime example of that man and and when, when you're paying guys you know cousins i and it's not cousins but you know he's the guy with the big contract but cousins and digs and Thielen, those guys are making what 60 million between them oh, and you easy. got and you got 129 yards passing Jack, you got a problem. I mean, I mean, you do. 172 yards passing. 172 yards passing. You, you got an offensive line. You got an offensive line that's better at the lookout block against good teams than imposing their will. And and the team you want to be, the 49ers, completely dominated you for the better part of three quarters today.
0: hmm
1: Pushed around, pushed and, around, and, we're and embarrassed. We're
2: talking about Super Bowl Four. No, no I don't care about, about Super Bowl Four. Don't care. I mean, I care. I, w- I would like to have seen them win one.
0: <laughs>
2: but whatever. Did you know? Tell me how that... you're going to get better next year. Not. Don't tell me about how we sucked 50 years ago.
0: Right, and it's been. That's the problem with the Vikings. You know, we're old. Team no, the rest team has, of this, the this rest. Team,
2: this team has no correlation on what happened 50 years ago. Amen. They don't.
0: Why? Well, agree. Don't. But the rest of the Climbing the Pocket Network, right, are generally a generation before or after us, right? They're younger guys. They're millennials. They're Gen Zers, right? But they're coming into this going, hey, this is unacceptable. I don't know. This is. What are we doing? You know, this is what we see, and we're the ones going. Hey, we've been there since 1969, and this shit is the same.
2: I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I, I just, for for as good of a run as Mike Zimmer's had over the last six years, and it's been a pretty good run. And all he things will considered go there, into there's, this seven. There's period. coaching staffs that have that have had a lot worse periods over a six year time.
0: Mm-hmm. Without a doubt.
2: It, this this offseason is going to be critical. And I I am having a hard time right now. And again, we got free agency in the draft. But I'm having a hard time finding out, getting to a place where where come training camp this time next year, this team will be better than they are right now. And if they're not better, what are you doing? If you're not trying to get better, what are you doing? You're wasting my time.
0: Well, if that's the case, Ziggy Will
2: gives my time.
0: Spillman and uh, Zimmer just a one-year extension.
2: I, I mean, yeah. I, Zimmer's not going to get fired. Spillman's not going to get fired. They're, they're, You know, Cousins isn't going to get cut. They're, they're all tied to 2020. So... So what do we look right now? Right now, today, this very second, off an emotional loss in the playoffs, how are we viewing the 2020 Minnesota Vikings? Are they are they a lame duck season? Is it a lame duck team? Yeah. Um, are are they a team in transition with we're gonna fire everybody and get a new coaching staff and a new GM after they go no. six and ten, seven and nine? What? Well, I mean, where where do you guys see are are they gonna be better than ten and six in, in, in the playoffs this time next year? Because no. right now. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's that's a very
1: you have to uh, rebuild a de- you have to rebuild a defense, and you can't do it with free agency. You don't have any money.
2: No, you don't. You so
1: you're going have to have, have to build have another up. stellar draft. I mean, you're going to have to you're going to have to hit it again in the draft. Which I think this last draft was pretty good, but uh, I don't really. I look at what I saw out there today, and it's a continual problem of a team that doesn't play with any intensity and that's my biggest problem. Uh, you want to break it down to you want to break it down to the players that's that's fine and I'm glad I'm glad we had that little discussion about the five players on defense because that's that's good information and that's good knowledge but I look overall at the discipline of the team and you know the tantrums on the sideline and and overall they didn't they have these games where they don't really look like they're that into it. And like I said the 49ers have a good defense but the the Vikings aren't flying around to the football. They're they're almost playing just to get through the game. Let's just get it over with. I don't, you know, I don't see a lot of fire there, and that's where you really build a team around. So I don't know what they're going to do next. Next year feels like a nine-seven team all over again. Tell me how it's going to get better without with less money. Exactly. With, with with
2: five less players on defense, probably three or four on offense. Not a lot of cap money, or or enough cap money to maybe sign one or two guys. You're gonna you're gonna have to nail your draft again. Yes, yeah, I don't
0: That's know. the key. Right, the draft. There there's there's a problem and we're offensively. What? Drafting problem, 24, 25
1: minimum. The offensive problems with this team are still existent. They have they followed Zimmer through his whole his yeah. whole tenure here. I mean he's done he's built a good defense. He's built a defense to keep him in football games. I know that. With he's done very well on the defensive side of the ball, but this year we got past the Filippo thing. We got Kubiak, Stefanski. All right, we got it figured out. In some games, yeah, sure, we did have it figured out. But then there's these absolute horrible displays of performance that I saw today, the Monday night game against that team from Wisconsin, and it makes me scratch my head thinking, wow, there's a, a,
2: a team a team this talented. You know, my, my beef this year and last year is is that a team this talented on paper there's there's no excuse they should perform that poorly. I, nobody's going 16 and 0. I, I I'm not asking for 16 and 0. Sure. I'm asking for effort. I, I and and they're, you know, in critical moments this year. And and it's it's not it's not Kirk Cousins' fault. It's not. But, man, they just got they just got dominated right. by by the 49ers. And it's like. They didn't care. I, I, and, I, and I'm and that's a right. generalization. That... I'm sure they did care. I mean, nobody likes to be dominant <laughs> like that, but but you know the problems this team has had for what four years now going back to the offensive line are the same freaking problems, man. The same freaking problems and we're and we're still talking about the offensive line and we're still talking about quarterback play. and we're still talking
1: it's about same... so how does it fucking change next year? Your lips to God's ears go, I
0: Free agency. It's the only way it can. They don't have any Nick money. Nick Diaz things. says, jumping on the Ravens bandwagon. Well, Nick, go ahead. We're diehard Vikings fans. We will live and die by the Vikings, even if it causes us pain and cardiac issues. We've been here five plus decades. Sorry, buddy. You jump on the Ravens, go purple, but we're sticking with the Vikings. And you we need, know need. that in the offseason, and we'll discuss it many times, what they need to advance and get better. You have to be more consistent. And
1: I know that sounds like a yes. real old true. That's just general, but that's the best word I can come up with. The Vikings are too inconsistent of a and, football team. And that comes from coaching. You know, and the, and the in the the thing
2: that bothers me, and, and, you know, I I hate to bag on Mike Zimmer because I, I think overall he's been a good coach. Yet you're, you're going into 2020 with him on, on, on a one-year deal, Rick Spielman on a one-year deal, and Kirk Cousins on a one-year deal. It just feels like already that this team is is waiting for the first sign of trouble to pull the plug. Fire everybody uh, and and start a complete rebuild and overhaul, which you're going to there, there's going to be some sort of transition. And and but now now you're looking at do you. Do you if you don't want to do that, do you extend Zimmer and Spielman and keep going on with the same stuff we've been dealing with for the last four or five years? I don't know, man. I mean, How many
0: years do you
1: get? How many years do you get as a head coach? Uh, you know. What there's
2: only been a a handful of coaches, four or five, I think, that have won a Super Bowl after I the initial five years one. with that team.
1: I mean, can can you start handing out contracts for guys who have one good game? Because everybody's saying, "Well, that Saints game gave him another year." Isn't that what he's supposed to be doing every week? Is to be that competitive every week? Yeah. Is that what I, you want? I don't want? know.
2: I, I mean, I honestly, I honestly believe that Saints win bought him twenty twenty.
0: It bought oh, it, it did, buy did. him twenty twenty. But, but if, if you look at his numbers, he's a winning coach, right? And Here, there are few and far between in the NFL. Here's the Billy thing. the Kid says, "Damn guys, with this forecast, it looks like I will be jumping off the roof next year." Well, that's not the case, Billy the Kid. Trust me, in the new year we will have new, some new players, and a new outlook. So who knows? Keep the optimism up, because that's what it takes to be a Vikings fan. Here, Without it, thing. you can't be.
2: Here's the thing, Drew. Yeah. Do you remember I six or seven years ago? Maybe it was the Bears went ten and six and missed the playoffs, and they fired Lovie Smith, and they hired I think it was Mark Trestman. Right. And they went. They absolutely went in the tank. Sure, I I I mean, do, do I have issues with Mike Zimmer? I do. But man, it, it it's just hard justifying firing the guy. I mean, he went ten and six, won a playoff game. But I I agree with you when you say, well, now you're looking at twenty twenty, and it's just kind of this. It's just like it's setting up for a lame duck season. I I don't know. I, I you, th- this franchise is really at a crossroads right now. I I firmly believe this franchise is at a is is at a a crucial. huge crossroads right now. And and what happens next year is going to affect the franchise positively or negatively for six or seven years moving forward.
1: And right now I don't
2: have I don't have six or seven years to deal with no that that, that that's... Minnesota Vikings
1: football. I don't. I That's very well said. That's very well said, and I don't think the Trestman thing is, is really a good deal of why you just don't get rid of a coach because you're angry and get rid of a coach. But I'm looking at 2020, what you just mentioned, the guys on the one-year deal. You know what this feels like? This is what, this is what it felt like to those early boxers
0: in time. Oh, no. We lost YouTube, or not YouTube, but Skype again. It's what, something
1: that's going to make it different from what I just saw. Cause I, I there only one Buster Douglas, only one. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and if Zimmer can't get it done through, through these years, I mean, he built a good defense, 2017 done this. If it's going to regress and lose five guys on defense, if, if the whole thing is going to be harder for him to do, if he couldn't do it before, how's he going to get it done when it's harder to do? I don't, and I don't mean that from firing him. If he can yeah. get it done, get it done. But, but the, is chore ahead, the, the chore ahead, the chore ahead, is harder.
0: From the offensive it, standpoint, it is. The road ahead is it. harder. It is. Next
1: year, next year's team, after what we just talked about and everything Ted just mentioned with the personnel, it's going to be harder to get to the Super Bowl than it was this year, with the cap strap and all that. So Zimmer's chore just got harder to
2: do. Mm-hmm. And Matt Lafleur went thirteen and three in his first year as a coach. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. Matt Nagy went, what, 12-4, and 13-3 last year. Just throwing that out there.
0: Right. But we're going to get Mike Zimmer back. That's already determined. So yeah. we look forward to 2020. Do With we? that, let's wrap up this show. Drew, any last words? No, not really. Okay. I wanted to
1: keep talking about this. Maybe we could have another show and do another wrap-up thing because I have plenty more on my mind I want to talk oh, about. Oh,
0: trust me. We go into the offseason. There, there is,
1: as much as you want to think everything's peachy with everything with the coaching staff, there is a I fucking disconnect so. on the Minnesota Vikings offensively. There's a disconnect. Yeah. Whether Kubiak is wanting to do plays or Stefanski feels like his hands are – something is wrong. But what I saw today, something is wrong.
2: That's, in a a great, that's a great word, Drew. Disconnect. That That is a very good word.
0: Yeah. Ted, any last words? No. No. <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah. Okay, cool. 10 and 6. Beat the Saints. To our fans. Draft, Zip. baby. Hang on. Wait, wait. Draft, baby. We'll see you in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> to I'm our Marty. fans.
0: Marty.
1: My draft stuff.
0: Welcome to the off offseason. It, it started a little bit before we wanted it to. What we're here, and good morning, Gallahorn. We'll have content throughout it. Come join us in the future as right. we to talk, as we talk, NFL draft, the postseason, everything else, free agency, as we go into twenty twenty. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah. Hard up, man. Let's go. See you next week. Go, Vikings!